0: Hey there, fellow trauma nerd. This is a clip from an Instagram live stream where Mercedes and I answered a couple of listener questions about parenting and the polyvagal theory. Every Sunday night, we answer questions and give a sneak peek into recording the next week's podcast episode. We hope you join us, and we also hope you enjoy this
1: mini episode. So we're looking at parenting questions here. So I chose the question, how to best overcome a parental state shift To become a good role model. So I chose this one because even before all this polyvagal stuff, I think this was always something that was at the forefront of my mind was just how to overcome my own stuff to be a good parent, to be a good role model and a good parent. And, um, you know, I've, I've always kind of struggled with like anxiety stuff and whatever. And I've ever since I was pregnant with the kids, I was just really aware of not wanting to like give them my anxiety because I'm sure, you know, everybody develops their own anxieties in life. Like I don't need to add my own to my kid's plate. So I think a big piece of the of overcoming parental state shift stuff is is the self care piece. And I don't mean um, just like the regular like take a bath, do some yoga, but more like being aware of where you're at. And learning how to be okay with it, kind of like some of the stuff that you and I have been talking about on the podcast, as far as like kind of accepting where you're at, not trying to fight it too much. Because I think the best thing we can do is as a good role model for our kids is show them the process. It's ridiculous for us to try and be a perfect human being and show them that because that's an unrealistic expectation to set. And so I think over the years, I've been learning to be human and show them what it means to be human in a kind, respectful, loving way, both to others and to myself. And, you know, it's always a it's a path I'm going to be on, I think, forever. But that's something that oh, yeah. is, um, I, think it, I think that's really been helpful to me is just kind of admitting to myself, it's okay to not be perfect. I don't want my kids to be perfect, so I don't need to be perfect and show them that. So I think my answer to the question, how to best overcome a parental state shift to become a good role model, is really to just... Practice the things on yourself that you want to practice on your kids as well, so self care and kindness and curiosity instead of judgment and evaluation.
0: I'm glad that you picked this question. Um, There's only one thought when I was writing these out. There's only one thought that popped into my mind. It was about the word overcome. Mm-hmm. Um, I get stuck. I get stuck on the way people word things because it yeah. tells us a lot about where they're coming from. Yeah. So how to how to best overcome a parental state shift? And there, and I get it, and I I do the same thing. But when, when you think about a state shift as if it's like, it sounds to me like it's attacking you as if it's like something happening to me versus this is a place where my nervous system is at. So it's not exactly something to overcome as if like to battle it, mm-hmm. but it's really more about like what you said. I think you said curiosity mm-hmm. um, and to start from a place of curiosity, some acceptance, some non-judgment versus this is happening to me. How do I fight back against it? And if you're in a shutdown place, like you're not gonna you're not going to be fighting anything, honestly, um, and if you're in a more of a fight place, you're kind of fighting everything. So I don't think you're going to be able to come from a place of curiosity and whatnot. So I, I think that's one change that I would make is if you view your your state as something you have to overcome. Uh, really come from a place of more curiosity, love, non judgment, non evaluation, mm-hmm. um, and it's not that easy. I know it's not that easy. I, I still it's do not. the same thing. Yeah. No, but when I can come from it from a place of non judgment. I can come out of it, honestly, a lot faster if I'm just like down the ladder, I want to like be by myself or whatever. And there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, if my kid wants to play with me and go play outside and play t-ball and stuff, which I f- did this uh, Saturday, but um, the day before that, I didn't really want to, but I allowed myself to kind of come out of what I was going through, which was pretty good funk. Um, but it, it had nothing to do with battling. It was really more about accepting where I was at. And that allowed the the ladder climb to kind of happen, you know. Mm-hmm. So that that's what stuck out to me with that question was the word overcome.
1: I think it can yeah. feel that way though, because I it does. Yeah, I agree with you about like language and how and the words people choose. Someone called totally. me out on it on my on my Instagram post from whatever Thursday or Friday. Someone called me out on my choice of words. So I think that's really telling because I think the words that we use are sometimes it's almost um, unconscious. Like I don't know if that yeah. sounds kind of okay. You know, we just say what sense. we're trying to say and so the words that we use, the words that we choose, are are really telling. So I think the word overcome, it makes sense. I, I can understand someone I don't know where this question came from. I assume from your Instagram stories. You know, sometimes it feels like Probably, that. Probably yeah it feels like it does an uphill feel like battle. that.
0: It does feel like that. But the primary just the state shift in and of itself is not attacking you. It's just yeah. it's just where it's at. It's not a personal thing it's not it doesn't have a vendetta against like you on a personal level it's it's just that your nervous system and that's where it's at so it's not exactly like something you have to overcome it can feel like that i think and the experience can be like that but i think when it, when it comes down to it and you can actually like look inward and be enough peace within yourself you realize there was nothing to overcome it was more about listening and accepting mm-hmm. and allow your body to go through what it had to go through
1: yeah
0: that's a good question um so that's my only thought on that one. The question I chose is, do toddlers experience freeze, flight, etc. states, more than adults do? That was a really interesting question. And I think the answer is yes. And the reason why I say that is I have a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, well, he's almost four. Is that still a toddler?
1: I think so. I think that's he, coming out of toddlerhood. But yeah, the, the late he stage. He
0: seems... He seems to go into these states pretty frequently and a little bit more severity, I think, than adults typically would or should or do. I don't like to say should, but... Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I think toddlers don't have the social engagement system quite there yet. You know what I mean? And I think yeah. toddlers, you can really see... If something is a danger cue in the environment, they will tell you. Like toddlers, if it's dark, they react to the dark. Um, there's certain music that if I play it, my son, he reacts to it and he'll, he'll like pause and he'll say like, turn that one off. Yeah. Like it, it triggers something within him and they, and toddlers listen to that. So I, I think that, I think toddlers, I think kids in general, um, absolutely go into these different states and I think it's magnified almost in a way cause they don't have the safe and social engagement system quite as developed. I think as adults do,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, I don't have any science to back that up, but that's kind of my hunch. <laughs> It does seem like, that's just kind of my perception of it, the way I understand You have you
1: know? in vivo experience.
0: Pretty, It's pretty much, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, I think that, uh, I, yeah, I think toddlers absolutely will go into, like, when they throw a tantrum, um, or if they try to run away from you when it's bath time, yeah, they're in flight mode. They really want to get away. Or if it's, you know, like they're angry and they're, they finally figure out they can, they can use the word no. Yes. They feel... They, they're, it's kind of like this fight mode kind of thing, right? Like they mean it. Like no, yeah. And like, <laughs> it's a hard look, no. Look me, look me square in the eye and say no, like you know. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, I think so. Um, I think I think that they can get really like super worked up, but also kind of shut down. It looks like a free sort of like tantrum thing. I think they could probably shut down. I'm not thinking of a great example for that, but I, I yeah, I, I do think that they go to these things, and I do think it's very raw for toddlers. So, yeah, I think so. And I think it's, I would say it's more often than adults. Or if it's not more often, it's more exaggerated, I think, than adults, typically. What do you think? I agree. Any, any thoughts on that? I
1: agree with everything you said. And I think the only thing I would add is I, <laughs> a couple of things, I guess. One thing is i I see toddlers as kind of like the purest form of a human being. They are curious and exploratory and they say what they think and you you know what I mean like it's the purest form of of human beings because then we yep. have to you know to coexist with each other and to get along and to communicate et cetera, et cetera. We have to kind of learn to regulate a lot of that stuff, and that's what growing up is but toddlers are real <laughs> like as real as it gets no means yeah. no and that bathtub is not okay and the dark et cetera, et cetera. you know I'm gonna poke the thing that looks interesting with my finger and then stick it in my face it's the purest form of humanity and so I think that being said like you said I agree that I think they do go through the dysregulated states a little bit more than adults do but again because the point of growing up is partially to learn to regulate and so they are in that purest form of just feeling and just emoting.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. My, my son and we went to a family get together and all these like relatives he doesn't he's not around all that often, mm-hmm. but um he's very shy. So when we walked in, he, you know, I had to hold him and he puts his face like in my neck, you know, like he hides his face, you know. Yeah. And they're all safe people, but for him But it's you know, new, new place, you know, new people. Danger cues. Yeah, so he got a very, very raw, like shy reaction, you know. And as adults, we can take that and kind of mask it and like force ourselves to get through a social interaction. I do that every day at work. But here's the Uh, right.
1: But here's the thing, like
0: interacting with coworkers. uh, But (laughs) anyone in particular? Don't all of them. (laughs) But um, toddlers don't have that. um, I don't think they really have that sort of same. Like I'll just sort of get through the moment. And I'll fake it. Like they don't really have that. It, they're still very raw and they're like, they're lacking a yes. social engagement system.
1: Yes. Well, and what I was going to say is, I don't know about you, but for myself, I mean, I've had those moments so many times where I wish I could just burrow into somebody's, you know, I wish my mom was there so I could just like snuggle with her and hide behind because I don't want to deal with stuff. And I'm a grown woman, you know, so I, I get that. And yeah. it's, again, for me, it's like, like you said, raw and and how I was saying, like, it's just pure. Like, it's the purest form of being a human being. So it makes I sense gotcha. that they'd be, yeah. like, dysregulated. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard being a human.
0: There you go. All right. We answered two questions. Yes, we did. Stri- strike those ones out. There we go. Struck. I hope. Stricken. I feel sad for the people that don't catch the live stream in the first 24 hours because then it's just gone. I know. I feel gone sad for those people.
1: forever. oh uh,